Oh, hello. <clears throat> Hi, guys. Welcome to the Bible Study Girl podcast that disjointed. Hello, you heard <laughs> from the executive producer of this podcast, Bible Study Brother. He's been trying valiantly to give me a finger cue to come in so I can say hello. But it's. it's it's not working, bro. I, I'm not able to catch the beat. I can't hear it over here on Zoom land. So I am Sarita. You may know me as Bible Study Girl if you've ventured over to BibleStudyGirl.com. Um, but anyways, the executive producer of this podcast, like I said, is the person that gave you that disjointed, <laughs> almost sounded like it was breaking up static. Hello. Um, Bible Study Brother, tell the people about yourself. <laughs> Hello, it is I, Bible Study Brother, but I'm also known as Icarus Gray over at Gray Area Anime. But this is the most wonderful podcast of your day. My debut album, I am a hip hop uh, or Christian hip hop. I'm just a hip hop artist um, who does very hopeful music. Uh, you should check out my album. I have features on the album from uh, BSG herself, my mother, uh, and one of my brothers. So, Go and check that out on all of your DSPs, which is your disservice providers. Meaning, you can find me on Spotify, you can find me on Amazon, you can find me on Pandora, you can find me on YouTube Music, you can search my music on Instagram if you wanted to. Uh, Our Heart Music, all that stuff. You can even find me on the Snapchat. So, yeah. Oh, you're on Snapchat? I'm not on Snapchat. Thanks for uh, breaking it down for us, brother. Because, you know, I would promote your music more, but I'm like, I don't, you know, technology and I, (laughs) I know how to type. I'm really good at my job. You know what I'm saying? Like my nine to five, but like the social medias, baby, that's not my, uh, Yeah, that ain't that's not my wheelhouse. So I'm glad you were able to explain it to the people like me that need a little help. How are you guys doing? We are back for another episode of the Bible Study Girl podcast. I'm excited that I get to do ministry with my brother, right? We're <laughs> out here doing the Lord's work. And Bible Study Brother is my actual blood brother. I'm gonna keep emphasizing that because we don't really look alike but uh, uh, if, if 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 our mother is in betwixt i feel like people can see the things yes people just can have see to have that her you look like actually let me say this and then i'm gonna get on topic <laughs> so, get. you know you shared your wedding album with me at some point in time mm-hmm. so i was having to Bible study brother and I, we share Google Drive, like mm-hmm. some aspects of Google Drive we share. So my Google Drive was like so full. And I was like, why is it so full? I figured it out. I told y'all, <laughs> me and technology. <laughs> I figured it, was it out. The photos. Yes. <laughs> it was the pictures, because I'm a picture person, but yeah. it's because I was doing, I'll tell you why. I'll figure. Anyway, <laughs> I figured it out because I was like, what? Because I felt like Google was trying to like get more money out of me. Just like, why? Why are they picking on me? And they tried because I couldn't save anything. So I was going through like, what can I get rid of? And that's how I came upon your 
wedding album again and so I was looking <laughs> through the pictures and there are pictures like there's a picture of you mom dad and your stepmother and when I see you between them Ooh. I see a perfect blend of their two faces and making you mm-hmm. that's all I wanted to say so yeah yeah. Long story. <laughs> I did that thing. Sorry, God. I apologize. I shouldn't have done that thing. I do. <laughs> I have a real strong, like, I just, to mm. me, when you use those terms, you just got to be a little bit more involved, but the Lord is yet working on me. So, actually, you don't have to at all. You don't for have me, to be you involved do. at all. I said, for me. I'm just, but That's I'm just saying. Why, no, no, I get oh. what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. For me, in my definition, <laughs> you do. Which is why you don't get the definition. But for other people, which much like you, like what you just saying, like, I get it. I get it. That's how most people come to the altar. That ain't how I come. Right. <laughs> the Lord is yet working on him, y'all. See, and I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to get back on topic. He likes to say when he thinks I'm crazy that I am the devil in his ear. Like I'm the devil <laughs> on his shoulder talking crazy to him. And this just proves to you it's not always me. Although grandma does tell me I'm the devil. <laughs> Yo, what? <laughs> uh, no, see, what I told her is not that I ain't just call her the devil. I, I use the um that silly conscious analogy of an angel and the devil always being on your shoulder. And I say sometimes she is the other person. She ain't the angel. <laughs> she just, you know, she... And really all it is, and it's more of like a reflection of my inner person, because I know that we think alike in terms of what annoys us, if nothing else. And so if I say certain things. Sometimes not always. Sometimes not always. She's been doing better, but that's she's been delivered. Um, <laughs> before the deliverance and understanding that you needed to be delivered, it would be like, I'd be like, man, I hate sour cream. And then she would be like. Yeah, I hate sour cream, too. It's right for you to hate sour cream. Man, if it was me, I would have tossed that sour cream all across this whole, you know. And then I'm like, I would have tossed this whole sour cream across this whole. And then I go back, and then I'm talking to sour cream. Like, sour cream, yo, what's up? Like, let's let's box. So, I'm working on it, man. I I got. Thank God for deliverance. See, I'm a grace case. He works on me. Yeah. And he works like on said, me. And if so he did it, it for me, there. brother, he can do it for you. If he did it for me, he can do it for you. If he did it for me, he can do it for you. Yeah, I, I, I'm yet we're praying and yet working on it. Yeah, so He's a deliverer. He's a keeper. So if you are new around these parts, you we, we're on a series of blog recaps. And let me say that before we get into this episode. Next week, guys, I think next week. If not next week, it'll be the week after. Anyway, coming soon, Bible Study Brother and I will be doing a recap. Uh, we're at, Not a recap. We're going through the book Boundaries. And I did not go look and see who the author of it is. It's not in my head. So we're doing a book um you okay, so he's gonna go get that for me because he's a great executive producer sometimes. But honestly, if he was like the best executive producer, he would have had it on a sticky note for me or something to like cue me up 
I have to produce my own stuff. And I'm starting to rethink this executive producer title for him because I have to work too hard. Okay, so we're going to be going over the book Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. It is a great book written by two authors who go through the Bible and they give you examples of what healthy boundaries looks like. And for our family, personally, our boundaries in our family look nothing like the boundaries in the book. So (laughs) there has had to be a great shifting and a, I want to say travailing. That's a real church word, but baby, it's been a struggle to break down the unhealthy boundaries that we have to try to create the new healthier boundaries. And so I was like, I think it would be excellent for us to go through this book together as a family, because like I said, our therapist recommended it to us years ago. I completed the entire study, but I don't know that my immediate family I feel family like me and home. my mama was like, no, I'm good. Yeah, I feel like I think I, if I recall, I want to say I got a little bit further but then I feel like mom was like, mm, I read the first chapter and I was like, uh-uh, can't do And this. I'm going to tell you, because I, I recommended this book to other people and I will let you know, the first time I attempted to go through the boundaries book, I stopped halfway through because I saw myself too much. I didn't like it. It made me uncomfortable. So I walked away. Oh, yeah. It's real quick because in the first page, <laughs> it does a real good job of... First, you'd be like, yeah, and I, oh, and then by the next two, three sentences, it's showing you yourself. Right. It's and like, it's not a, it's not for you to, to just be cheering from the back. Like, I told them that I need my space. It's like, yeah, you did this, and then you did this, and you should probably change this. And Right. And it is an uncomfortable read. It is a challenging read. But I'm excited to go through the book with you, brother. I'm excited to see what the Lord is going to do as we walk through this book together. So keep your ears peeled, your eyes peeled. I think it would be great if we could do it on video, but we have to work out the kinks to get that video situation happening. So who knows? Hopefully you get to see it in a visual format. But if not, you definitely will get to hear it on the podcast. You'll definitely gonna... get more... Um of the vlog style episodes, if nothing else. Um, I know I'll put some up and try and do like a better studio style job of it. Uh, But it won't be that much because remember guys, it is the Bible study girl channel. Uh, So I'm not coming in to take over, but I do want to offer some like where, like I want to vlog our emotions, experiences, whether we're having a conversation or not, because I want to kind of show y'all that, the walk is 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 the walk. So we'll, the walk is the walk, and that's the important thing to me. See, all these things are happening. I remember I told y'all that thing about executive producer when I when he was off of here, he back now. <laughs> um, <laughs> see, we have meetings on the podcast. It's fine, whatever. <laughs> I, this is my first time hearing this vlogging experience. We gonna Holy Ghost help me see boundaries. Well, it the was book. done with the. Uh, I want to continue so, that because y'all got to kind of experience a lot of growth and interaction of BSG going through the purpose driven life by Rick Warren. Correct. And, I'm uh, I'm yeah. 
I'm here for it. I'm with it. So, but again, I can't wait to walk through this boundaries book yeah. with you, brother. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be something. So today, so listen, guys. Today is not about boundaries. Although I gave you that spiel, that breakdown. Today we are actually doing another blog recap, and we are talking about the blog "Thorn in My Flesh." If you haven't ever listened to an episode of the Bible Study Girl podcast and you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to explain it to you. So what we do is we pick a blog from BibleStudyGirl.com and we discuss it. Bible Study Brothers starts first and I do my best. Last episode, I did a great job, A+. I do my best to let him tell you guys just a little bit about what the blog was about and any insight he got from the blog. And then I come in and let you know how I felt at the time that I published the blog and how I feel now. Sometimes it's different. Sometimes it's the same, uh, but it is all, um, sometimes it's different. Sometimes it's the same, but it is all current and relevant for me, typically is what it ends up being typically. Are you being fake frozen? No, your head just moved. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not not after that, no. Okay. So um if you would like to read Thorn in My Flesh, head over to BibleStudyGirl.com. You can tap the magnifying glass in the upper right hand corner and type in the words Thorn in My Flesh and the blog will come up. I'm always interested to know if you read the blog and to know any insights you got from the blog that maybe we didn't even touch on in the episode. I think that's one thing I thoroughly enjoyed about doing my purpose-driven life review. Quite often, my bestie and I would come to the table with different experiences from the week from reviewing the blog. I mean, sorry, from reviewing purpose-driven life. And I think it helped each one of us to see things in a different light and to have better perspective. So I'm always interested to hear your thoughts after you read the blog. What did it pull up for you? What insight did you get from reading the blog? It's great to hear Bible study brother and I discuss the blog, but I definitely want to know, was the blog helpful for you? Did it spark a conversation with your family, your friends, your peers, your coworkers? I'm always interested in that, you know. Um, so now I get to be an introvert and I let the <laughs> captain of the long story, less Yo. long brigade go forth. Bible study brother, what did you get from the blog Thorn in My Flesh? Oh, another little thing I want to say. So Thorn in My Flesh was published in November of 2019. That is almost four years ago. So I always keep that in mind too when we review. Take it away, bro. Okay. So, Lord of My Flesh is about my multi-talented sister uh, wanting to take her talents to the championship level, the next level. Um, so, she goes to a one-day uh, flower arrangement um, conference kind of thing or, or just like instructional, if you will. It's seminar. Training. training, seminar training, those things. Uh, and... While there, she's working with some roses. She gets pricked, um, doesn't think anything of it because she thought she had removed all the thorns via the instructions given by whatever teacher was teaching. Uh, only to later realize that said thorn was still in her hand. She tried to get it out herself. She could not. And then she resorted to our resident um, medical professional, uh, a.k.a. 
my doodle, aka our mother, um, and to remove it, but it made her think about, you know, uh, Paul and talking about the thorn uh, that was in his flesh that he'd asked God to remove three times, and then God responded to him, "My grace is sufficient." Mm, mm, mm. Um. So here's what I got. I talk about this all the time. I deal with a lot of things. Those thorns. We are in a place where society, specifically probably American society, makes us think that our worth is in a perfection, is in work, is in all of these different things. If you earnestly look at the story of creation... It's a story about creating, knowing that creation was good and resting in that fact. If it was just about work, God would not have rested. He is much greater than all of us. He is the greatest of the great. And yet he rested. So I think about that in regards to um, the separation from him. Uh, And in our last blog, uh, Broken Crayons, we talked about basically the broken soul and how it shows us that we need God. Uh, And you've had two blog posts in succession that talk about that. So there are things that we are forever going to deal with. And the things that we are forever going to deal with, no matter who you are, is your flesh. And... In the creation story, the thing that differentiates us from the beasts is we don't have to do what they just feel like they have to do. If they feel it, they do it. If I feel it, I can think about it, say no, and choose something better. That thorn that exists is so I do not conflate this without God. I do not step to a position where I think that his sustenance and his guidance is no longer needed. I do not step into a place of perfection that then I think I am the perfection. I need my communion, my relationship with with God. I need it continuously. Because the thorn can be anything. So often we put a lot of things on the throne of our lives without noticing it, and you wouldn't even consider it to be the throne. We put our sexuality on the throne. We put um, who and what needs to be paying the bills on the throne. We put money on the throne. We put games. We put TV. We put food. And what I'm saying by that is, are you eating what you need or are you eating a little bit more? We'll put body shapes on the throne. Like there's all of these things that like happen in terms of the internal struggles of dying to self every day and realizing what's guiding you. Like, is it getting the thorn out or understanding that the thorn is a reminder that I need to ask him about this, that I need to talk to God about this. Um, that no matter what happens, even if you remove this, there's something else that's knocking at the door. 
Um, are you able to look at Job's story and think about restoration? Or do you see it as, that's crazy that God just let the person do all this. It's crazy that he went down here and went down to these all these different places. Um, are you able to look at what are the trials and tribulations and what do they actually say about who you are, whose you are, and what he wants to do for you going forward? Um, so from, from the blog post, I just got like a reminder of the fact that it is a daily thing, no matter what it is. And, and we have to kind of um, assess that and kind of understand, like, what are your thorns? Are you aware of them? You know, is something pricking at you that you like are putting at um, the head of your life? You know, are you more concerned about what you think you can't do? Are you more concerned with the pain of whatever it is? And again, like, I don't know what your struggles are. I don't know what you're battling against. But I do know somebody and I know someone that you can be in a relationship with that will help illuminate those things for you in a way that isn't just lip service. Um, Right. I know so often it is really hard to deal with spirituality because you want tangible results. The Americanized thought process is immediate results. Like y'all, you know, think about instant karma and everything else that's going on. And, you know, there are a lot of us who we struggle with long suffering too. And, and the concept of that and what that means, we all think that there's a destination at the, you know, in our lives where we shouldn't have to struggle. We shouldn't encounter anything difficult anymore. And that's just not the case. And that's okay. Nope. It's not the case at all. So you asked an interesting question. Do you have the answer for yourself? I know this is not typically how we do it, but I've been thinking the same thing for my own self. What is that thorn in my flesh or thorns? What things continue to dig at me that God's grace is? hmm? Were you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you that God's grace is sufficient. Um, Yeah, like I know that's bothering you, but my grace is sufficient. Uh... I will tell you my troublesome relationships with people are a thorn in my flesh. Lord Jesus. But his grace is sufficient. Um, Mine is basically the over-sexualization of America. Like you see it everywhere. And kind of dealing with that. You know, like when you are not really always able to see people as people. So like if you driving down the road and somebody got like on a halter top or something and their skin is out and you immediately notice that. Like that's an overall sexualization. It's not just like why does that, you know, why is that drawing the eye or, or the attention or whatever. And it's because in just about everything, there's imagery, there's this kind of context, there's you know, people talking about sexuality and then thinking this way about sexuality and like how your sexuality plays into your identity. And so I think that's a big, a huge struggle for me because it's like, these are people 
you know, you're thinking about it, it. It's like it's one of those base level desires of like visual things and what you see. Um, and it's like every day you kind of have to, you know, you don't just jump on everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially right. given uh, the history, uh, my my brethren and uh, others males uh, have with that in terms of like how you kind of navigate that and you navigate these things that are you know fleshly and and have nothing to do with nothing so that's mine so i'm going to read this this is from tony evans commentary his bible commentary and it talks about the thorn and he says that a thorn is something or someone that painfully nags or irritates one's humanity on a continuous basis so with that definition being given out this is just a question to the bible study girl community what is that thorn what is that thing that painfully nags or irritates you on a consistent basis that you feel like you can't get away from um i know i i've been talking so much lately with the purpose-driven life reviews Mm -hmm. sometimes i won't repeat something because i'm like I don't know where I said it. I don't know if I said it on a podcast or on the Purpose Driven Life Review, but my pastor was teaching Wednesday night Bible study probably a couple of weeks ago. And he was talking about the woman, um, the woman that had the son that was making the cake and she only, and the prophet came to her and he was like, make me a cake. And she was like, sir, we only have this little bit of bread, this little bit of oil. I'm going to use this little bit of bread and oil to make food for myself and my son. And then we're going to die. Right. They were in poverty. She didn't have enough money. She couldn't make her ends meet. And. She took that moment to trust God. She took the little bit of oil. She had the little bit of flour. She made a little cake or whatever. And gave it to the prophet so that the prophet could eat. And her thought was me and my son, we just getting ready to go over here and die. But my pastor talked about the fact that the miracle in that story, the woman and her son didn't die. The container continued to just have a little bit of oil and a little bit of flour. But every day they were able to eat off of that and live off of that little I think quite often when I hear that story, I automatically assume that God filled the container of flour and he filled the container of oil. But that's not what it says. They just had that little and that little was enough. And I keep getting that message over and over again. I got it from Wednesday night Bible study. I got it uh, even when we were talking last week about broken crayons, that God's grace is sufficient. And that little bit, that's the miracle, that that little bit that he gives you continues to be enough. His grace is sufficient for those thorns, those things that nag and continue to irritate you that will not go away. God's grace is sufficient for every thorn that comes in your life. And that's a message that I keep getting. And so I feel like it's the message that needs to be shared with the world, you know, I, and I will also say this, that is one reason why I continue to go to church and I continue to go to Wednesday night Bible study 
those are great opportunities for God to speak to me directly to the situations that are affecting my life. That's one reason I study the Bible, um, not as much as I should, but I continue to do it. I make it a habit in my life because that's where I get fed. That's when I get reminders that God's grace for me is sufficient. I have so many thorns in my life and it was true at the time that I wrote this blog in 2019 and it's true today. But I think the difference for me today is that I am better equipped. I continue to hear from the Lord and he continues to talk to me to let me know that his grace is sufficient to carry me through any and all of these little situations that keep bubbling up in my life. And so that's why I asked you for an example of like, what's the thorn in your life? And that's why I gave my example. One thing that's very important to me when it comes to the Bible study girl podcast or anything Bible study girl related, faith is not to be so out of reach and out of touch. I don't want to use so many words that nobody under, if you don't know Jesus, you don't understand anything I'm talking about. And I always want it to be something real, something practical, not church speak, but real life and real talk. Because I'm going to tell you, when I started writing BibleStudyGirl.com, I really didn't talk about it in the Broken Crayons blog recap that we did. But you looking at a girl that was broken, mm-hmm. really down and really felt isolated in so many ways. But God gave me an opportunity to share my story. And so I always want the Bible Study Girl platform in any capacity to be a place where people can share their true faith experiences. And what is it like to be a Christian? What is it like to love the Lord? And how are you surviving on your walk? You know, life gets hard. You and I both know that aside from 2021, there have definitely been some major challenges in both of our lives that we may not have talked about publicly, but that's real talk. That's real life. And I think that there's purpose And I think that there's power in sharing your story and not letting it be something hidden and not being fake and phony, being real and being honest. And so I have lots of thorns in my flesh. But like I said, I keep getting these reminders here lately that his grace is sufficient. And I and I I'm grateful for God's grace and I'm grateful for God's mercy. I think back to high school me you know, newly saved me. I didn't have a good grasp of what God's grace is. I didn't fully understand um, just how blessed I was. And I I want to be intentional about sharing that God's grace is sufficient. So I'm off of my soapbox, bro. Well, I don't even think it was a soapbox as much as it is. <sighs> just a pouring out of your heart and that's a lot of what i want to do and make sure we continuously do with this podcast is it's not about getting it right 100 percent of the time because if it was baby disqualified you know i'm a big fool <laughs> yeah man it's just about i was making... telling our cousin i was telling our cousin the other day i'm gonna let you finish there what you were saying but i was telling our cousin the other day well, listen, God takes care of fools and babies, and I'm not a baby. So if he did it for me, honey, he'll do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's about 
knowing where to go when you stumble, knowing where to go when you fall. Um, I, we can get so into the limit of something, right? And it's kind of like how you go from uh, a baby to a toddler, toddler to a preteen, all of those stuff. At every point of that, you try to see what you can get away with on some level. hundred percent. Now, when you're a kid, it's just from your curiosity standpoint. Like, yeah, you're moving me away from this. Why? I'm focused on what I'm doing. Like, move. When you get to be a toddler, it's like, okay, you kind of said these things, but what's wrong with this? And, 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 you know, so on and so forth. The thing about it is it's not how many times you go and touch the stove. It's do you realize that, you know, your repentant heart, an open heart, or you trying to do better is better than trying to fool God into thinking that you didn't know it was hot. Right. And like trying to fool anybody into thinking you didn't know it was hot. Like that you continuously do this to yourself, you know? Um, and it's, it's not the chastising. It's not all of these different things. The core of what I'm saying is it's the mindset of what is it that you want to do? Like, yeah, you're going to fall. It's going to be days where you say, um, I know, you know, prior to have kids where I'm going to be just like my mama, where I'm going to be like, I don't, you know, I ain't got to cuss in regular conversation. I ain't got to be a sailor uh, in this way. And something is going to happen. And the words that I used in this situation are going to come out. (laughs) And it's not about like lamenting it in such a way. It's about giving it again. I got to rededicate. I got to refocus, reset. Like, okay, God, here's what you want to do in me with this. And that's the whole thing. Like, yeah, the unrepentant, like heart uh, being reprobate uh, is that is something of a level, but that's you choosing and being okay with your choice. Like being solidified in that, uh, that, but it's still a choice. Like you choosing to be whatever it is that you want to be. You choosing to be in your flesh and all this other stuff. So yeah, that's all I want to say. And I want to say to this, I, I said, say to this, say this too. Pardon me. I'm a little dehydrated because my refrigerator had broke last week. Oh, Lord. And my new one don't come until... I didn't tell you that, huh? No, you didn't. No, I've been without a refrigerator. And you know, I like to drink cold water. And so, I'm over here thirsty. I have to go every day and get myself like a large water. A Route 44 from Sonic because it's cold. Anyway. That's I love you in our Kansas. (laughs) It is. So, 50 cents every day. Anyway. Uh, so I'm half dehydrated because it's way past my get yourself get your water. Your <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's nuts. Forgot what I was saying. You know, I done crossed over in the forty now, baby. Uh, <laughs> girl, I cannot. What was I gonna say? Uh, we all make mistakes. That's the whole point. That's yeah. the whole point. We're not beyond repentance, though. We're not going to get it right. And if 
we're relying on ourselves to get it right and be perfect. We're out of luck. That's that's not what happens. So I'm grateful that we have a space and opportunity just to talk about the fact that we're falling. Hey, but you know who died and got up for us so that we too might get up? Jesus. Where am I putting my organ on? See, you were good. You you know how to go. That's how you know the pastor's in the hoop when they... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got, I got, I got some, some us organs, but yeah, the organs came through. <laughs> That's how you know the sermon is coming to a close. <laughs> uh, I'm grateful for this opportunity, though, seriously, Joe, to talk with you just about faith and what our faith looks like and how we're making it on our faith journey. I think I was saying before, you know, thorns hurt. They are irritating. You know, they're not going to kill you. But they do hurt. And that constant pain is something that needs to be combated. You can do it with God's help. And I need yeah. that constant reminder for myself as well. Because I mess up. Because, you know, when stuff hurting you, you get irritated. Real quick. And you walk around like grumpy and stuff. But God's grace is sufficient. And I need those constant reminders that his grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. And I have a constant reminder that there are blog posts every day at biblestudygirl.com uh you can hit us up on the socials on twitter at biblestudygirl the number two on instagram at underscore biblestudygirl we have a facebook page that you can contact us if you want to come on the show give us prayer requests uh you can also use the biblestudygirl2019 at gmail.com as another way to contact us and remember it is not the whiteboard care spray that i'm looking at that preaches it's not the uh glitter cutouts decorations for 2023 seniors but we preach and until we meet again guys keep preaching